All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The first selection of the National Hockey League Draft belongs to... The Daily Faceoff Podcast comes to you courtesy of the Nation Network. The first overall pick in the 2015 NHL Draft. Gretzky had it, lost it, Eisenman picks it up. Eisenman moving, blue line, jam, stop! And it's 9 o'clock on a Saturday night as you're lining up for a ginger ale. Way to go, gang. Into the zone, Sikora kicks it out, got it back, near side, Korea. Korea, the fans want one. Daily Face-Off. The Daily Face-Off. The Daily Face-Off podcast with your host, Brock Seguin. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode number 44 of the Daily Face-Off podcast. It is straight up freezing in this man cave yeah, right now. it is now. extremely cold. First snowstorm in winter. I wouldn't even call it a storm. First snowfall <laughs> of the say, year. It was like flurries. In Windsor, Ontario. The temperatures drop significantly. The man cave is ice cold. This little heater needs to pick it up. Actually, I just need to not buy a new one. But anyways... I'm your host, Brock Segan. To my left, again, left, not on the right. We messed up I again. swear, Anyways, left is where we To started. my left, Beebs Bonnie. How's it going, Beebs? It's going great, other than the fact that I can't touch my computer. It's a little too chilly. <laughs> it's I'm scared I'm going to lose, di- yeah, lose a digit or two, but uh, you know what? We're going to power yeah, through. Like if you put your tongue on it, I think your tongue would get stuck. Like yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, dude, Okay, guys, you should pick up this. No, that's not Wouldn't good. Wouldn't work. Yeah. No, we don't want that. No, don't want to get your, your tongue stuck to a pole or a laptop. Not a good idea. Try to um, impress a girl. Girl doing that once it didn't when you were a kid out. yeah i think didn't. every kid did it once yeah every idiot kid did it once. oh time. yeah uh 
If, if I go a little bit absent over the next couple minutes, it's because I'm still trying to confirm Michael Hutchinson for the new, I almost called them the New York Jets, but no. talked about the Jets last week. Not the New York Jets. But it's the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah. Um, and as you guys probably have already picked up on, no Dylan D. Berthium today. He's out with a lower body injury. LBI. He's day-to-day. Yeah. Uh, we actually, we were supposed to, like normal, record this podcast on Wednesday. Yeah. But D's like, no, I'm coming home from Brantford. We'll do it Thursday. Somehow. And then he messaged me today, and he's like, nah, I would have committed. Lower body injury can't come. Yeah. So If you can find out what the lower body injury is, um, it's hilarious, but we're not going to tell you. So No. But there is a way to find out. Yeah. www.twitter.com. You forward can, slash DFO podcast. Yeah, and take a look around. Look who's tweeted at us. <laughs> if you feel like digging, I don't know. But anyways, no, no, just me and Beebs. We got a nice quick show here for you. Um, we're gonna kick it off with uh, some injuries. Well, guys returning from injuries. Um, there's a couple big name players coming back from injury this past week. As big as some of the hits they've thrown, or oh, not quite as big. <laughs> not quite as big. We'll talk about that a little bit as well. Um, but let's start with your boy. Jack Eichel. Welcome back, Jack. Jack is back. And uh, obviously Eichel being back is just humongous for the Sabres. And uh, I guess it's worth mentioning that you're currently rocking a Sabres jersey. I'm surprised you didn't wear the Eichel jersey, though. Thomas Vanek on your back. Yeah. um, Bought this one a couple years ago, and Vanek started the year with, like, 22 points and, like, 18 games or something. He was just on a tear leading the league in points. I'm like, oh, this guy's going to be here forever. <laughs> a year later, he's just on Minnesota yeah. or something like that, or one of the eight teams he's touched since then. Um, yeah, but great jersey. I mean, throwback. Fantastic I jersey. wore the Eichel last week, so I didn't want to... When he was coming back, so I didn't really want to... You know, you can't you can't push it. Like, I got enough jerseys that I can, you know, switch it up a little switch bit. Switch it up so. a bit. So, anyways, Jack Plus. Eichel, back in action. He's picked up three goals, two assists in his first five games back. Looking great. Normal. I know at the start of the year, I had him projected for 72 points. We kind of talked about this before. Yeah. Uh, but now, we've touched on Eichel's return, so we won't talk about it too, too much. But what does it mean, now that we've seen that he's playing a lot with Sam Reinhart and Evander Kane, what do you think it means for, for Eichel going forward? Uh, you know, Now that we've kind of seen him back in action, do you think... I think we both said he'd be kind of more on like the 50-point pace. Yeah. Yeah. Um, from what you've seen, five points in five games, you still kind of around that fifty point pace. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I totally shouldn't have doubted Jack, but I said he was <laughs> going to start a little slow, and then he starts his first game, puts up a goal and an assist, and uh, one of these the assist was off a of, I'm pretty sure an OT Gino. So it's like, okay, Jack's actually back, um, and he's not slow at all because my thing was, you know, his legs weren't going to quite be moving as quickly off a of, coming off a. Of, an LBI. Looked like he was hurt um, again the other night, too. Yeah, that's scary. There's been so many articles that are like, Eichel's playing with a hip injury as well as an ankle injury as well as his chest hurts. Like, oh, my God. So it's like, yeah. but um, back's going to hurt from carrying the team soon. Actually, though. But for guy or for owners who kind of held on to Vander Kane, um, we watched him slip all the way to the fourth line and just basically where the hell was Vander Kane. This could really help him, could get him going. If I mean, if you still have hung on to him, I don't know how many people have, but... For one of those time. people, but um, I don't know. Eichel just brings a lot to the team in general. Power play, um, power play. There, I don't know why I'm just starting with power play, but their <laughs> power play has been uh, really started stepping up lately, a, a lot, lot better. better. Um, we've seen our boy Risto, you know, Risto absolutely tearing it up since Eichel's came back, um, which is nice. As well as uh, Ryan O'Reilly picked his numbers back up. Fourth among defensemen and assists now for Risto. Yeah, goals. We're not going to talk about it, but you know, no, he's a little the goals will come. In, but I don't know if anybody watched that overtime shot he had the other night but if you can shoot like that you could put up 25 a year at, at oh a yeah he's hit the net he can absolutely fire the puck just a bomb who else is uh who else came back though brock 
Well, I would like to basically touch on a little bit of Eichel first. Oh, uh, I didn't I know. Agree. Oh, I'm I good agree with this. Kind of. I just thought I was going a little too <laughs> no, far. Obviously, Eichel coming back is huge for the Sabres. Um, and I think it should help Vander Kane and Reinhardt. Um, but it, it actually, like, according to the analytics, which obviously isn't the end-all, be-all for, yeah. for anybody. Short but, sample size. But... Um, but even going back to last year, though, their their analytical numbers together are not as good as you would expect with Eichel. Um, they basically stay about the same. So I wouldn't be rushing to go uh, and pick up guys like Commander Kane and Reinhardt. But no. I think if you do have holes, you're in a league where it's not a, a super deep uh, free agent pool and those guys are available, they're definitely worth keeping tabs on. I mean, Evander Kane... Uh, used to be, you know, he, like a thirty yeah. goal scorer. He's like, a hot and cold guy he, too, so he might he have just not hit if, his you, hot. if you if you start seeing him, you know, pick it up, he's definitely uh, a guy worth maybe taking an out on and just kind of riding him for a couple games. Yeah. He had two the other night against Edmonton. That's so the maybe start this he is needed. the start. Um, but Kane's definitely a guy to wor- worth keeping an eye on for sure. I like Reinhardt a lot. I have, um, I actually was really kind of expecting a, a big step forward from Reinhardt this year. Hasn't happened so much yet. Uh, 14 points in 26 games. I would wait on Reinhardt. Um, a lot of people I know are already kind of jumping on the bandwagon now that Eichel's back. I would take it easy. Um, he had a goal and an assist in the first game Eichel came back. So, but like, let's temper yeah. expectations. They also put bit. up a five spot, I believe, in that yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. So, so I mean, let's people say, are getting points. I would temper expectations. At least let Reinhardt get going. I mean, he does have a goal and three assists in five games since Eichel's back. So it's obviously looking yeah. pretty good. Um, it definitely helps. He's a boon uh, for both of those two players. But I'm not... I'm not sprinting to the waiver wire. I'm sure there's a unless the keeper options. league in that league, in that case, like just yeah. why is he not already on? Yeah, team? exactly. If he's if you're in a keeper league and Reinhardt's on the free agency, yeah. then what are you doing? Yeah, get with the times. Um, but another guy that just came back, we kind Brock, of Brock just put gloves on. I have to say, yeah, oh, it's freezing, <laughs> it's here, bro. Cold. It's freezing. Well, this beer is ice cold too. Like the combination of the la- touching the laptop, touching this beer, it's just not going very well. It's, it's way too cold here. The one thing you don't have to worry about is b- the beer getting warm. Yeah, the beer is not going to get warm. Yeah, that's like positive. <laughs> but uh, so Taylor Hall is back. Um, before <laughs> is we start talking about the train, the the, uh, the points and everything, he absolutely shit blasted Phil Larson the other day. I was worried about word you're going to use. That was a good one. Shit blasted because he shit blasted him. Oh, he sure did. Yeah. Just blasted him to smithereens, which we don't like to see. It was it, it was a tough one to watch. Did look, he yeah. was out like immediately just. Can I mention, like, Jakob Markstrom or Jacob Markstrom, however you want to say it, stepping in and, like, pushing well, yeah, guys him and, off him, him was, Graham, like, and so was... impressive. Like, that, like, that, like, hit home. Oh, I was yeah, like, it was, no, like, that's Marshall. awesome. Well, yeah, and then Granlin was kind of, like, hovered over top yeah, of him. Like, that's big. But, like, what are you guys doing? Like, I are you, like, I tweeted out as soon as it happened. I was like, get a brain. Like, like guys laying there. Like, three, four, five guys came in to, like, rush to his aid. To All it takes just, is one guy, like, slipping on any of the oh, 12 yeah. twigs that are first, involved there. First, they're kicking him in the head. Yeah. And then, like, exactly. Something happens. Some, you know, a guy grabs you by the jersey or the shoulder, pushes you back. All of a sudden, you're stepping yeah. back. You can just kill him. Or he looks like Taylor Hall circa five years ago when he got stepped on. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> like, you could just, you could slice his throat, like, no problem. He's laying there, and you got... Yeah, twenty pairs of skates over top Scary of him. Like thought. that's ridiculous. Absolutely. There was so dumb. Like guys out. I understand sticking up for your teammates, but like, come on. If you kind of look at it too, it's not like Hall was trying to kill him. Mm-hmm. It was kind of just like like Hall skates extremely fast and extremely hard, and it seemed like he was just flying. And then yeah. the guy just got in his way, and he was a bigger body. And, and, and Hall just... felt terrible. Oh, after yeah, it's not, Taylor Hall. They not used a to be teammates too. Yeah, he's like, I, you know, I'm not going out there to hurt anybody. I'm, you know, I'm obviously trying to initiate some contact, but. Aside from Taylor Hall's monstrous hit, which is one thing I never thought I would say on a yeah, podcast, Taylor Hall's monstrous hit. Yeah. Those four words, never expected to put those together in any uh, sentence. But Hall has two goals and three assists since returning to the lineup. Um, 
Obviously, he's the uh, the best offensive player in uh, in New Jersey. Oh, fire. Helps anybody he plays with, but and I don't want to like really revisit this because we've done we've talked about it so much. But the guy that this helps the most, I think, is Adam Henrique. And we because hope. while Hall yes, was so. out, while Hall was out, we saw Camilleri and Zajac, who Zajac's leading the team in points right now. Zajac's Cam- always solid. He had a really bad last year yeah. last year. But aside from that, he's always been a very solid player. But we saw Camilleri and Zajac play great together. Yep. They're both playing awesome. They're sticking together. So Hall comes back playing with Henrique finally. He's, Devil's it, top six isn't bad. When, it's not it's, terrible. Parento's playing okay. Palmieri's playing okay. Yeah. But I don't mind it. Is it time now? We talked about it preseason. They're uh, back together now. Click, Zajac, right? Camilleri are clicking. Is it time for Hall and Henrique to start clicking? I think Hall is at becoming such an elite talent that i think whoever you put him with is going to put up numbers and uh and he's proving that this year with his new team um i i i, I was one of the original ones who always said you know henry's gonna kill it with hall so i feel like i can still ride that for a little so bit it's longer. happening we're only 25 ish games in so you know it's maybe, happening maybe by game 60 we're like holy are you looking at this combination top two and oh, no i'm just kidding uh, <laughs> but i it's gotta happen right taylor hall's so good henrik's a phenomenal player as well yeah too, so i could see it happening i just i don't know like they haven't played together a lot like that's a one problem like we called it being a, a good thing we were like maybe a little too high yeah. but we called it being a good thing but they haven't even really been together yet. So we'll see uh, what happens here. I'm trying to confirm Mike Hutchinson while I give some advice here. I can uh, do the next one. If so, you yeah, want. bring up the next <laughs> player. Um, yeah, someone else who I uh, I kind of just ripped into last week. Who Did you? Apparently heard me and came back swinging. With vengeance? Yeah, Johnny Goudreau came back for Calgary. Um, and he's been pretty phenomenal since he's come back, playing alongside Sean Monaghan. Yeah, again. two goals, two assists, and two games. Yeah, it's hard. It's been a while since he's played. Well, not a while, but a bit since he's played with Monahan. But they did put him back together because it's probably the smartest thing to do. Well, they're uh, not together yet. Oh, they're not? They're not together. No, he's still playing with Bennett. I think it's only a matter of time before they find each other again. I totally thought they were. I just came no, out no, so it, confident. I apologize. No, they're not. They're still They're still apart. They're going to start apart again tonight. But, I mean, why would you put them back together uh, as of right now? But, I again, like I was saying, I think it's only a matter of time before they kind of find each other back. Uh, Bennett, it helps Bennett. Like, And we mean... I think it was the podcast you missed. Me and D were talking about how uh, Bennett is kind of a guy to to watch, and and Kachuk's a guy to watch. Um, but Bennett Bennett's in, an interesting case because you know is he a center? Is he a winger? Should he play with Joe? Should he not? Like it just it seems yeah, like he's, he's either he playing seems to top be line or he's playing third yeah, line. That's the thing. You it's don't like, want him when he's on the third. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. If, if he's playing with top line minutes. And you pick him up, he's great. But then in no time, he could just you find be right him behind back, Alex Chaso right? on the on, on the depth chart. He's playing third line, and then he's and then he's useless. So I mean, while the I would add him hundred percent, Sam Bennett, yeah, fantasy wise, I, I would one hundred percent add Sam Bennett right now. He's playing with Kajou, but like yep. honestly, by by the end of tonight, he couldn't be off that line. He could so, easily be playing fourth, and just like what is going on. Bennett's right a guy that if you add, keep an eye on dailyfaceoff.com. Calgary Flames line combinations because if yeah. he's not playing with them, then what's the point? Uh, but I do honestly think that it's only a matter of time before Monaghan uh, is back together with Gaudreau. Uh, but Gaudreau has looked really, really strong uh, in his brief time back. Maybe, you know, he got to clear his head a bit, get a lot of that pressure off him. See the freaking mitts he's rocking now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, oh, oven, yeah. just oven mitts out I, there. I, I, wearing boxing gloves. It's hilarious. It's, but, you know, you, you don't why, chop the dude. No, seriously. Why? You know what? If I was Calgary, I'd be like, dude, like, can we get this guy like the best gloves ever? Yeah. Like, 
the like, most protective gloves in the history. We don't care how dumb they look anymore. Comes out there. Things were huge. That's awesome. That's a good um, way to put it. But, okay, so those are all guys that have returned from injury. Yeah. Some of the players that are definitely worth watching, worth keeping on, maybe picking up. I think Bennett's one that's interesting. I think Hall's one that's extreme. Or, Henrik, sorry, that's extremely interesting. Um, but now let's get into some other players here. And we love this segment. It seems like every time D is not on the show, we just do we this do segment this. because it's a great segment. Yeah, St- our buddy Steven Sue. I was gonna say this is part of the perks of being a Patreon in the show. Yeah. So, so I was asking for fantasy hockey questions earlier, yeah. and Sue's friend said, of the show. How about we do some legit or not legit again this week? That's all we needed. To Brought push it us back, into doing and it. so, so I was like, oh shit, that's a great idea. Yeah, I love the idea of doing. Legit or not, yeah. It's just always a fun segment. So again, perks of being a Patreon. Yeah, if, you, you can, if you're a patron, uh, you can basically just run the show yeah, if you, you can want tell to. Us what to do, and we'll it, do it. <laughs> yeah. So I don't want to get too deep into it, but I just again, if you want to become a patron, we've got the link on our Twitter page, um, and then we've also created a Patreon-only Facebook account where all of our patrons can head to Facebook, ask us any fantasy hockey questions that they have anytime at all. Also, during this Christmas holiday, we plan on having a Patreon-only um, podcast where we answer all your guys' questions. Have a nice, fun time. So if you want to become a Patreon, head over to our Twitter page. It's pinned at the top. Um, and then right now, I'm just going to quickly thank all of our loyal patrons. We have Pierre Benoit Gauthier, Panu Runco, Steven, I, I can't, Pro, I can't pronounce his name. Pro, pro the Witch, Pro Sewich, I can't, I have no idea. Ryan Del Rosario. Natalie Pieber, Eric Young, Chuck Brittner, Kyle B. Cox, Rob Beach, Steven Seuss, Powell Zaliga, Jeff Good. Thank you guys all so much for being patrons. And if any of you guys, any of you other guys want to get out there, we're going to, like we always talk about, we're going to continue to yep. add different perks into the mix and uh, make it even more worth your while to become a patron. So again, head over to our Twitter page to find out how to become a patron. Yeah, it's pinned so, up top. Now let's do it for... Uh, Let's do it for Steven Sue's. Legit or not legit? Let's start with, we've already touched on him a little bit, so we might as well get right back into it. Mike Camilleri, legit or not legit, peeps? Uh, Mike Camilleri, I believe, is legit right now. And uh, one of the reasons I think that is because he's healthy. But that also <laughs> can change just as quickly as Sam Pennant going up and down the lineup. <laughs> um, Mike Camilleri's been on a tear lately. Um, but but he's one of those guys where when he, he, he can never get the full 82, but when you can get him in there for those couple of games that he is playing, he'll always kind of perform for you. So I definitely think he's worth taking a flyer on. People are disrespecting him because he plays for New Jersey, because he's old and he's Mike Camilleri. I apologize, Mike Camilleri, if you listen. Um, love you. I hope uh, he does. But yeah, uh, this is a guy who, came, who had 38 points in 42 games last year. Um, that's pretty phenomenal fantasy production, and that's until he got... Injured. injured. Injured, who would have thought? <laughs> We've already seen that um, happen this year, Yeah, too. He's, already been in, he's already been hit by the injury bug, but it, it looks like he's finally pulled it together for at least the time being. So for the time being, super legit, but the second he hits that IR, I mean... Trouble. Yeah, just be ready for it. Just yeah. have an open IR spot. That's a guy like, yeah, he, see, for me, Camilleri is a guy to absolutely sell high on. Oh, yeah. Until he... Yeah, yeah it's going like, to happen. I would be offering trades. As long as he's playing good, I'd be offering trades to everybody because it is kind of only a matter of time, unfortunately. He hasn't played a full 82-game season since 2008-2009. Yeah. And he only played 81 that year, but yeah, we'll give so, it to him. Well, that, yeah. But yeah, that's a long, long time. But for me, Camilleri's legit and not legit at the same time. Okay, so he has five goals, 
six sorry six goals and five assists in seven games since returning. That's, That's eleven really points in seven games. Uh, so right now he has seventeen points in nineteen games on the year, which puts him on pace for sixty eight points this season, which is huge. Um, but I see him more at finishing around like the fifty five point mark. So about 13 points lower than he's on pace for, which really kind of speaks to how much I expect him. I don't expect him to drop off huge, but I don't expect what he's doing right now. Um, as of right now, of course, he's just above 46, so obviously not great. His on-ice shooting percentage is above 14%, which is drastically high, and his PDO is an absurd 1.7. All of those things speak to him dropping off in a big way. Um, while I do think he's a very productive scorer, um, he's not this amazing. Uh, that we've seen since he's come back, and he's also a huge injury risk. So he's legit in the sense that he's uh, he's worth owning, but I yeah, also and he's got, probably and cheap. I'm, yeah, and I'm but I'm selling high on him. So um, another guy who's now in his third year in Anaheim, Ryan Kessler, legit or not legit? Um, I have Ryan Kessler as pretty legit this year, and the reason I say that is he's currently paired up with Getzlav and Perry on the power play, and we all know that guys who line up on the power play on any team are more fantasy relevant than Absolutely. they probably should be um and kessler just kind of seems to have it this year out in anaheim i mean i i really dislike ryan kessler <laughs> i like i'm why am i being positive about him but he does seem to uh he does seem to kind of have something good going with jacob silverberg who we've seen take a big step would yep. be a nice uh waiver wire pickup if we were talking about that so yeah he's been playing great with him and then he steps on the power play next to gets and perry and he can just get easy assists that he doesn't have it's to try funny for. because we've knocked we've kind of knocked the um the ducks a lot yeah. this year and kessler's been a steady career player like he's oh, always a sure. player's borderline bottom of your roster rosterable if you have penalty minutes roster him hits you know that kind of thing put him on there but I mean, this year he's kind of shown us for once that he can do the point stuff too. The point stuff, um, a lot more of the point stuff than before than his normal, you know, fifty ceiling or. You know. Yeah. So like the thing that was like it's such like we like I said we've been knocking them quite a bit, but when you can get this kind of production out of a guy who's like your second line center, but also your shutdown yeah. line, it's huge for a team. So the Ducks are dangerous if Kessler and Silverberg keep playing like this. The one thing that's insane about Silverberg is he has 12 points in 13 games on home ice, which leaves him with just 7 points in 14 games <laughs> on the road. So his, his home likes road... Playing, yeah, likes playing it on. His home road splits are pretty outrageous. Uh, but they're playing really good together. Um, and like you mentioned, so much like Camilleri, uh, I don't think Kessler's obviously going to sustain this pace. No. Right now, he is shooting 18.5%, which is a that, little yeah. too high. But he's playing a full minute more than he's played on the power play ever in his time in Anaheim, which is huge. So like you said, consistent first-line power play minutes is massive, which has led to seven power play goals in his first 27 games, which is awesome. Now, I think this could definitely be his best season in Anaheim. He had 47 and 53 the two prior years. But as of right now, he's on pace for 70 points. Yeah. I don't see that 70-point resurgence. We saw him back to his we, Vancouver yeah, days. Yeah, we saw him do that back in the day, but I just don't see that 70-point resurgence. So he, I think he's legit. I think he's definitely a guy who can who can top 50, 55 points. Um, I think the top power play units definitely really helping him yeah. a lot. I think you're going to see... That's roster You're going to continue to see him pop in a lot of power play goals, but I'm just not ready to jump on Ryan Kessler being a 70-point uh, a player again. Um, so again, another guy that's a little bit sell-high. But these are still, like, legit or not legit, I guess, is, like, we're not trying to say if they're not legit that you should drop them by any means. But these are guys that I would look to be trying to sell high on. I think they're legit. Mm -hmm. 
to a certain extent. What yeah. they're doing right now for two, Kamala and Kessler to me is a little too much. Oh, absolutely. Two guys who by the end of the year will probably have around the 50-point, 60-point range. Mm-hmm. And that's like bottom-of-the-roster guy. But for now, I mean, bottom and bottom-of-the-roster guy is legit. Um, yeah, and it all depends on what league you're into. Oh, uh, yeah. Some of these time. guys are more valuable in other leagues. But uh, now we're going to talk about two Penguins defensemen here. We're going to start with Ian Cole, legit or not legit. Ian Cole, not legit. I think he's a classic case of a Penguins defenseman playing uh, very well and getting a couple extra points right now due to Sidney Crosby just tearing up everything that moves. Um, the one thing that's crazy... Sorry, I just want to mention no, one absolutely. goal... And six assists in his last five games. Seven yeah. points or less. But over that same time, I'm pretty sure the Penguins... Like, they had an equal game. Over that time, the Penguins are on absolute tear now. They're averaging, like, five yeah. goals per game over the last, like, five or six games. Like, it's insane. Yeah. This... He, like, so if you're averaging five and he's picking up one assist or two assists, it's still not, like... It's, like not, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's impressive, but, like... When you're averaging five and you're still, like, picking up one assist when you're three. only averaging three goals a game, like, you're, yeah. like, normal... It's going to go away. This is just a ridiculous... This is much like the hot streak we saw Dennis Seidenberg on earlier in the year. Ridiculous. Just, a, just kind of a more defensive type of guy. I think Cole is a little bit more sustainability than Seidenberg, but neither one of them. Yeah. Like, this is not a guy... Big like, red flag on his time of ice, too. Oh, Any defenseman yeah. who's pulling under 20, which he's doing by about three minutes lately each game, is, is someone who's not getting prime minutes. It doesn't play on the power play. It's doesn't. just like... Yeah. He, Cole, like... It's just—it's definitely not sustainable. I don't think we need to talk too, too much about Ian Cole. I think it's not pretty legit. obvious that it's not legit. But I mean, we've seen like I'm only—I'm not on Yahoo right now, but on on uh, ESPN, we've seen him pop up 18% uh, recently. So he's been heavily added. People are jumping on it, and I just don't like it at all. But another Penguins defenseman who is red hot right now, Justin Schultz, legit or not legit? I don't know. But <laughs> I don't know. It's not part of the answer. <laughs> um, but I'm going to say he seems to be pretty legit. And, and the reason why he is there instead of Ian Cole, Justin Schultz doesn't play the five-on-five five minutes, but the power play minutes that he plays are so... Yeah, he's so, playing nearly two minutes a night on the power play. So valuable for him because, I mean, this is a guy who's going to get those random goals, assists off the power play. We've seen it recently. Um, he has a point in his last four games, uh, which is pretty nice for him. Again, we've mentioned they'd, they've absolutely torn everyone up. But um, Schultz has been um, starting to bring his ice time up as well. So for him, it seems like they're getting a little bit more comfortable with him. Maybe he's turning into an actual uh, player who can play besides just the power play, and that would even help him more. I just really like the position he's in on that power play. And um, because of that, I would call him legit. Yeah, so again, I, I would be weary about adding yeah. any Penguins player with a ton of confidence right now because they're averaging five goals uh, per game right now. They're up three nothing again tonight already. On Ten minutes in, three goals on five shots. Whew. Sid's That's... got one. Okay, Sid's only got Sid's one. got one. But anyway, so yeah, the Penguins are on fire right now. So maybe just add every single Penguin you can. <laughs> Connor Sherry um, too. Um, yeah, Sherry's been ridiculous. Uh, but Schultz to me is a little bit legit now. The thing with Schultz is he's being used perfectly. We like yeah. they didn't know what it's to do with want. him in Edmonton, and they're sheltering him defensively. They're playing nearly two minutes a night on the power play on the second unit most times, more often than they not. They dress 7D because he's essentially a forward. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but right now he has a plus 5.8 relative Corsi, which means the Penguins are a better team when Justin Schultz is on the ice by a significant a significant margin. Um, and just... we we He was always a kind of like a sleeper type of guy because his offensive potential is there. Yeah, and that's all you want. And then now that he's being used the way he should be, I think he's a lot more comfortable, and he's played well since the minute he arrived in Pittsburgh. Yeah, so I really think he's a lot more legit. I think that this is a nice bottom pairing, like a bottom defenseman in your in deep fantasy leagues. 
Uh, I'm definitely adding Justin Schultz, especially over guys like Ian Cole. Uh, before we fire it over to the Blue Stones, I got two more for you. Rapid fire session. Eric Stahl, legit or not legit? Eric Stahl, legit. Had one down year. People are just hating on him for that. Before that, he hadn't had a year below 54 points in a long, long time. Uh, and that's, oh, wow, I'm seeing eight straight years of 70-plus points. Couple, uh, wait, was that a 100-point year? Yeah, plus a 100-point year. <laughs> Pretty nice. Uh, Eric Stahl, legit getting the time he needs on a very, very good Minnesota team right now. Yeah, Eric Stahl is absolutely legit. He's consistently been one of the Wild's best forwards, night in and night out. Uh, while the, his best years are obviously behind him, at just 32 still years 32, of old, yeah. good days are definitely still ahead. Um, Eric Stahl is totally legit. He's honestly been one of my favorite players for a like very all time, yeah. long this guy time. guy we saw in Canada at yeah. a young age on an older team that was super talented. I, I mean, was like, like really, really upset. When the Red Wings did not sign him this offseason. Like, hey, you got I like Franz, I like Franz Nielsen and all, but Eric Stahl's a good yeah, I'd rather have Eric Stahl. But. I love Eric Stahl. He's a he's just a beast too. The Stahl brothers, they're do you think there's gonna be a time a time towards the end of their career? Absolutely, yeah. Where I know all what you're three ask, of her are, are on the same team. Yeah, it's gonna happen. I think so. Yeah. Some team is just gonna like it's gonna be like the Coyotes, like still not they don't got much to play for. They're like, it's gonna hey, be this, Carolina. They're all gonna end up back in Carolina. <laughs> Jared's finally gonna get the call up at age thirty five. The whole playing in the E all, all four. It's gonna be like the Howe brothers with their dad. Uh, last one. We talked about him a little bit last week, so we're not going to go too in-depth in the mirror. Cam Axton, legit or not legit? Legit. Torts freaking loves this dude. Uh, <laughs> he's he's looked very good. He's only 27 years old, so maybe he's just peeking out a little bit older of an age. He's one guy that I've always kind of had an eye on going into early seasons, expecting him to kind of break out. Maybe this is his year. 11 power play points, four of them power play goals. That's very nice for your fantasy team, and I don't see that um, changing too much. That team is very exciting, and Cam Atkinson is feeling that along with our boy, yeah. yeah, for me, Axon definitely legit. We talked about him at nauseum last week. Uh, but like I mentioned last week, his on-ice shooting percentage is just 5.3, which is bound to go up, which means that this could just continue. This could get even better. Atkinson is definitely, definitely legit. Hold on to him. Do not be selling high on him. Axon very legit, playing the most minutes of his career. Legit, legit, legit. When we get back after the Blue Stones, we're going to get to a bunch of Twitter questions, but we just got one from one of our <laughs> patrons 18 minutes ago, and it's hilarious. This comes from Ryan Della Rosario. He said, had Sidney Crosby unlocked some kind of cheat code? Hashtag unreal. Answer is yes. I absolutely. Think <laughs> something is going... This shit is crazy. He's too good. Yeah, he's ridiculous. Yes. He's on... He's just in fuego right now. Oh, yeah. In fuego. Speaking of which... Blue Stones. Blue Stones. They're on Fuego, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. They're good. And they're legit. And they are legit. Legit or not legit. Blue Stones. <laughs> Absolutely legit. They're on fire right now. They're coming in red hot, but I would not be selling high on them. I would keep them on your team. Oh, yeah, definitely no. keep, keep them, them on your iPod or def- whatever. Yeah, definitely worth rostering. Uh, enjoy the Blue Stones. We'll see you guys back here in a minute. Broken down, so I walk the line. I drop my wounds and I die. I'm out of money. I'm out of time. Like a broken arrow The time slows and my vision arrows I'm out of money, I'm out of time Sing your hearts out, sing it loud Make me happy, make me proud Black holes, solid ground Black holes, solid ground A thousand voices set on free
gentlemen, me and Brock both just looked at each other and neither of us had a clue who was starting this, so I had to take over. But welcome to uh, episode 44 of the Daily Face-Off podcast. Risto! A little shortened episode, a little Risto episode. Um, but we're going to go straight into Twitter questions from here. So uh, we have a lot today and we love them, so feel free to always send them. Any time of the day, uh, Brock just sits around waiting for them. That's his job. It's not true. Um, he sits there and just waits. It's largely so unfounded. When they come in, he texts me. He's like, babes, we got a Twitter question. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, calm down. Uh, it's just Suze again. But uh, <laughs> um, if you ever want to tweet at us, it's at oh. DFO Podcast. Or you can tweet at Brock underscore Segan, which is uh, Brock's account, of course. Or me, <laughs> at Beebs Bondi. Or at 3D Birthium and ask him about his LBI. <laughs> Um, what was what's wrong with your b- low boy, mate? <laughs> right. I don't know why I'm listening to All of them are British and just want to know <laughs> these lower bodies. What's your low body injury like, for? Yeah. Lower body's different in Canada than they are in yeah. Britain. <laughs> it's um, backwards. <laughs> shut you down, though, before that accent gets going anymore yeah, and people yes. just turn off us. Although, I think we should just do a whole episode where I just talk no, about it. No, no, you should not. Um, no, yeah, no. And if any of you guys. Please comment on DFO at DFO on Twitter. What terrible accent Brock should do. Which. If you would rather listen to me talk in a full accent, full episode, or not, I'm going to go with not. This is as bad as I, our idea to put our friend Dords on the show. Uh, almost yeah, just scrapped, as bad. Yeah, scrapped we scrapped that, that episode. episode really quick. But first Twitter question, and Brock hasn't cacawed, so this is crazy. But anyways, first Twitter <laughs> question comes from at PJH Dave Nat. Uh, I think, I don't know, I yeah. wasn't going to go with it. But uh, Seems right. he asked, Domi's gone cold. Is he or any Coyote forward worth owning? Um... I don't think many yeah, no. Coyote forwards are worth owning, but Son of Ty is definitely is the one. worth owning. Uh, he's still one of, if not the only forward uh, worth owning in Arizona. Son of Ty, best relative coursey of any player on that team that can actually score goals. Jordan Martinuk has a higher relative coursey, um, and he's not good. No, he's Jordan And scoring goals. Um, so I'm saying that Domi, do not get rid of him. I think that while Arizona Someone has looked terrible, they got to score a little bit more than they are right now. It's only like, like they've been really bad, but they're averaging like close to like under two goals a game. Yeah. And that's, I don't know. Domi, Domi was one of my breakout guys, so I'm not ready to give up on him. I have him in a couple leagues. I'm not dropping him. I'm not trading. Like, yeah. like, it's a classic no case point. of someone There's has no to point. score. Yeah. And Domi, if anyone's going to score. If he was here, he would talk about this for, oh, yeah. at length. And then he, Somebody's got to score. Yeah. Son of Ty, and then he Son drops, of Ty, some, yeah. drops some analytics on us. Analytic stats. Next question comes from at Andy. We should start a site, just analytics. <laughs> and it's just like all, it's just like D's face as the logo with all the analytics. Yeah, we just gotta like make sure we tell people it's about like like Dylan doing stuff. It's not just D-lytics because that could sound really sexual. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. We'll work on it. Maybe come up with a better name. It's an idea, yeah. Bertalytics. Nice. Bertalytics. I like it. Yeah. No, I think we shouldn't start one of those. No, I don't think so either. Because I, I, I wouldn't go on it no, personally. I, I have a lot more. Th- doesn't even make resources. sense. Anyway, next question. Yeah, I'm glad you shut that down. Proud of you. <laughs> um, this one's from at. Still talking in an accent next episode. Oh my god! No, no, <laughs> guys, please comment, send in tweets to stop Brock from doing that because you know, for all our sake. Um, <laughs> this one comes from at Andy Van Vakitis. Van Vakitis. Andy Van Vakitis, this is the one you told me I'd have an issue with. Yeah. I did. Van um, Vakitis, I think I got it. No, you did better than I did, but he's asking... It's Andy Van Vakitis, yeah? That was awful. He is asking, I'm carrying four goalies with Dubnik, Talbot, Gibson, and Chad Johnson. I'm struggling with which goalie to get rid of. 
Uh, honestly, if, like, carrying four goalies is kind of absurd. Yeah. But, like, who are you going to drop out at least? You're not. Chad Johnson's the one you'd expect for regression, but at the same time, he's looked great. He's played very he's well in his league. career as a backup, and now he's finally getting a chance. I Like, obvious regression's coming. Yeah, no one but, puts up a 940. But you're not you're not dropping him right now. You just no, can't. you're not. Until, until a, he has back-to-back bad he's games. He's a goaltender one right now. Yeah, Hundo P. So... Honestly, like I'd kind of ride it out, ride the matchups, ride play the, the floor, matchups, yeah, and see what happens. Like I would be consistently whichever guy. There's probably one or two yep. or three guys in that league who are weak at net, and you've got four goalies. I'd be literally be like, here's Talbot, here's Gibson, here's Johnson. Just send an offer after offer after offer. Don't trade Dubnik. He's your best goalie. Keep him. Offer those other three up, man. People yeah. bite on Johnson through sure right now. He's a nice goalie, yeah. goalie player for so player. I'm offering a couple, or like even just like two goalies for one goalie. Yeah. I something just, just yeah. You don't need to drop any of those. I guys. would not They're drop any good. of them right now. Just yeah. be offering Trade trades bait. like crazy until one of them cools. Go down. look at Buddy who has two goalies or who has you know a nice IR goalie who has Jonathan Quick originally who's weight looking and looking for anything to help him. Go offer him a trade. Yeah, yeah. Next trade comes from Fantasy Bozo. And he asks, it's a great name. It's a great name. He asks, when I drop Peter Budai after quick returns, who should be his replacement? And his three options are uh, Mike the Condor Condon, Connor Hellebuck, and your boy Jimmy Howard. Man, every night, I'm like, Condon's not good. And then he, and then he performs, I know. Wins. I don't get it. And then he gets put back on the waivers and some other team just picks him up for five get, starts. I don't then. get it. Um, but for me, it's Hellebuck. Um... I never really believe... Like, I still think Jimmy Howard is a, is a good option, but I just... Like, With Mrazic there, Mrazic's playing good yeah. again. You gotta watch who's starting. Jimmy Howard... Jimmy, I feel bad for Howard. He's good. Starts as the backup. Plays freaking amazing. Yeah. Battles Mrazic. Takes the number one job. Plays a couple games. After getting still sh- play, shit on. Still playing well. For a whole year. Then he gets hurt because, like, they, like, messed up, like, shoveling the, the crease. Yeah. There was, like, a little thing, and he, like, twisted his... That's Roy. a sign from God. It's bullshit. So now he goes out. Mrazic comes back. Or Mrazic starts playing again. Mrazic plays great. Takes number one job back. And now Howard's got to start from square one and steal that job again. Yeah. Brutal. Feel bad for the guy. But for me, Hellbuck, obvious choice. He is the only number one bonafide starter um, in, among this list. I'm not adding Mike Condon. Although he will see starts as Anderson continues to leave. Yeah. But um, Hellebuck, I would say if you have the chance to grab him now, you might want to. You mm-hmm. might not want to wait until Quick's there because I don't think Hellebuck will be there. He's he's not playing like amazing, but yeah. he's playing. Yeah, he's like I'd be grabbing Hellebuck too, now. Yeah. Um, but definitely Hellebuck over Howard and Condon at this point in time. Yeah, you never know what's going to happen with Craig Anderson. Um, obviously something we don't want to talk about, but if Craig is missing a good chunk of time because that is a reality that could happen, Con might garnish a little bit more stuff. Again, this is going to be down the line, so yeah. it depends. But as of right now, Hellebuck for sure. Our fourth question, though, comes from at go 22nd-er round. Seconded. I do this every freaking time. Anyways, from go22rd, um, he asks, Wierenski or Ghost in a Dynasty Points League? Who are you taking? And then follows it up with a nice thanks, boys. So thank you. Thank you, go 22 seconder as well. In a Dynasty like I... Go Rensky or Ghost in Dynasty Points League. Who are you taking? Honestly, say it. Oh, say it. I don't even know, really. Like, no, I, I think they're both unreal. Like, it's so hard to pick. I just like I, I kind of warned everybody, um, about Goss there, kind of taking a, a well, bit of a little tumble. Yeah, there was some aggression coming. Um, we've seen we've seen Wierenski slow down a bit, but I still am giving the edge 
a slight edge to Werwenski. Um, he just he, he's just unreal, and he shoots like crazy. And that's the one thing like Gosberry, we've seen his his shots drop off. Werenski continues to shoot the puck like crazy, which is good, which you love to see. So, you know, it, it's a close race to me. They both have really strong possession numbers, um, but Werenski. You know what? Like that offense just continues to fire on all cylinders. Yeah, if you can get both, like I don't know, are you choosing in a trade go twenty second rounder guy? You can feel free to retweet us. But if you're choosing trade between the two, um, I mean that's where we're saying this could be tough. But if you can have them both, I mean, yeah, that's phenomenal. But well. I'm going Wawenski uh, by a little bit. As of right now, he ranks seventh among defensemen in shots, which is awesome, especially uh, from a rookie. Especially the names ahead of him, too. Oh, yeah. Yossi, yeah. Hamilton, Bufflin, Krug, Ekblad, Byrne. I still can't believe Tori Krug. That poor guy. Yeah. 82 shots. One, one goal. goal. It's insane. But, yeah, so I'm going Rowenski. But uh, feel free to tweet at me if you have more to add because I'd love to know exactly what you're saying. If you're saying which one you would keep, I say Rowenski. Next question. Uh, this one comes from at Kevin Moreas. And, uh... Our final question of the night. He asks, sustainability of hot starts. Patrick Laine, Pasternak, Radulov, Wierenski, Wenberg, and Jaden Schwartz. And he said, sell high or hold in a 10-team league? Well, it's tough. This is a, this is a good question. Very good question. I, I, like, um, I like Pasternak a lot. I think Pasternak's legit. He's playing with Marshawn and Bergeron. Mm-hmm. Not going to slow down anytime soon. Radulov, especially now, he's going to be asked to carry that team him with uh, Galchenyuk out. Yep. Radulov, I mean, he hasn't even had the hottest of starts. He's actually starting to heat up, finally. I like Radulov. We just, talk, we just talked about Rubensky a lot. He's going to be great. He's going to play well. Wenberg's the one guy I would try to sell high on just because he's got a ton of points, but not necessarily a ton of goals, and I don't expect him to score a lot of goals. We talked about this a lot. So Wenberg's the one guy I would really try to sell high on. Schwartz, I absolutely love. Schwartz is great. Mm-hmm. I don't expect Schwartz to slow down at all. Now, Line on the other hand, was he tied for the league leading goals right now? Or, well, yeah, before tonight. So he's one behind Crosby. Could be subject to change by after tomorrow. tonight. Yeah. Could be ahead um, of him, too. But yeah, so Line is scoring a ton, but his underlying numbers aren't great. Says he should cool down. How much you believe in that? It's up for debate how much you want to actually read into that. Um, but this is, if it's. If it's a keeper league, definitely do not trade lining. But if it's yeah, a no. if it's a redraft <laughs> league, shit, man, you can cash in huge on lining right now. If this is a redraft talent. league, and I have lining. I'm trading his ass because there's, I I think he's gonna score a lot of goals still, but mm-hmm. I think he's gonna cool down. I don't think he's gonna finish as the second overall yeah, scorer in the NHL keep this, this year. Up. So if it's a keeper league, keep him on roster, obviously, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Redraft league sell high as shit on line A in my opinion, um, and then Wenberg's another guy. If you don't, if you really like line A, you don't want to cut bait with him. Fine, that's okay. Uh, but we're Wensky, or sorry, Wenberg's a guy that I would probably sell high on. Um, but before I let you guys go today, it kind of just stirred up all of hockey Twitter. It was absolutely absurd. But the NHL Network released their top forty goalies of all time. I, did you see this, Beeps? Yes. Oh my god, it's an absolute like, shit show. So I'm just gonna read them to you because it's yeah, a gong show. I honestly read this and was like, who the f- yeah. made this? And it's like, ridiculous. Yeah. It's absurd. So, anyways, we'll start with number one: Martin Brodeur, Dominic Hasek, Patrick Waugh. No problem so far. I have an issue, but that's okay. Well, it's okay. Then we got Terry Sawchuk, Jock Plant, 
Eddie Belfort comes in at number six. Above Ken Dryden. Ken Dryden's number seven, which is just baffling. Uh, but anyways, Glenn Hall, Bill Dernan, George Hainsworth, Grant Fuhr, Bernie Perrant, Tony Ep- Esposito, Johnny Bauer, Walter Turk Broda. Number 60 is just B- D. I wish D was here because D would have a fit with this. I don't get this. Jonathan Quick. Bizarre. What were they thinking? Ridiculous. I swear, man, it seemed like so much of this was just relying on Stanley Cups. Right after Quick, Henrik Lundqvist, who's definitely better than Jonathan Quick. Like if you're gonna put if you're gonna put them if you're gonna put these guys there, then Lundqvist has to be above Quick. Right behind him, Roberto Luongo. Fair. Curtis Joseph. Lauren Gump Worsley. Yes. Mark Andre Fleury. Yeah, that's the one. He's gonna go into the. Expansion draft! Yeah. That's how not good he is. Top 21 goalie of all time. F***ing absurd. I Ridiculous. Agree. I agree. Sorry, I got fired up. No, I, that's how I felt. Billy Smith. Looking at it. Fair. Should he even be higher? Frank Bremzek? Don't even know who that is. Carey Price. Why is he not the highest of all of the active goalies is beyond me. Yeah. I think it's off career numbers, but at the same time, he's still over But, of all, but you over can flurry. project over the... Yeah, like, oh my god. Over quick. So that's nah, maybe not over quick, but definitely over career, quick. Career numbers. Who cares about career numbers? He's so much better. So far, so much better. Hope he made the list. No, so that was the top <laughs> twenty-five. Twenty-six. Corey Crawford. This is where I just lost my shit. Twenty-seven. Tim Thomas. Yeah, he played like five years in the league. What the f- is that? Tim Thomas. He had like what a nine, like nineteen career save percentage. Great. He's not yeah. the twenty-seventh best goalie of all, all time. time. Him being above like Tom Barrasso. Just any of guys these guys like that. Like I'd be pissed. Cecil Tiny Thompson, 28, no 29, offense, Chris Osgood is not the 30, Chris best. Osgood. He's That's just not. like, holy shit. Like how many, how much, they gave so much credibility to the Stanley Cups. Cups. Yeah. This Rock, isn't the greatest goalies of you're all telling time. Me, like, I don't get what they were trying to accomplish here. You're telling me Chris Osgood is, is nine spots better than Ron Hextall? No. No. Michael LaRock. Or Vesna, the guy who they made the f***ing trophy after. Yeah. Mika Kiprasov, 32. Nikolai Habibullin, 33. Tom Barrasso, 34. Mike Vernon, who is probably a better goalie than Chris Osgood, bar none, yeah, 35. Still, Andy Moog. Yeah. Mike Richter, 37. Braden Holpe comes in at number 38. Ron Hextall, 39. George Vesna, who is shit's named after 40. Just the whole list was an absolute... Gong show, just brutal. I I've never really given any credit to NHL Network ever, anyways. But this but just solidified yeah. the fact that they're dog shit because yeah. that list is so bad. Yeah, so bad, dude. I could go into my house right now and ask my girlfriend to give me the list of the top forty goaltenders of all time, and it would probably be better. Yeah, and update. She Brock's know- girlfriend doesn't know shit. That much. She doesn't know nearly. I wasn't gonna say shit, but I, but like I don't she know. would be smart enough to put Carey Price above all those other idiots. Yeah, brutal, terrible list. I just wanted to flip out about that because I'm happy I can only... you were upset about Osgood at thirty because I was like, no, oh, I'm not that stupid. I, like I looked Osgood, at it, and I was Osgood like, would... oh, Brock's actually gonna like this position. No, 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 no. That's good. I think they were like, oh, well, he wore number thirty, so maybe we should just put him at number yeah. three. He's the only one who's ever. Oh my god, we should probably put Martin Brodeur at thirty-two. Both our tongues are stuck to a pole right yeah. now. Anyways, uh, <laughs> that was episode 44 of the Daily Faceoff Podcast. I'm Roxy. To my left, Beebs Bondi. And I am Here's hungry. the Blue Stones. Good luck to D with your lower body injury. LBI. LBI. Anyways, see you guys next week. And uh, over like the next little bit while D is home, we're probably going to try to pump out some more episodes, more content for you guys. Because uh, we got the time. Enjoy the Blue Stones. See you guys back here next week. Peace.
budget quality is non-negotiable that's why quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks italian leather jackets and so much more and the best part about quince they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe ethical and responsible manufacturing elevate your style without the elevated price tag with quince Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.